Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is TalkSport Daily. You're listening to the first TalkSport Daily podcast of the week. I'm your host, John Jackson, and there's only really one place we can start, and that's with some explosive comments from Cristiano Ronaldo, who's told Piers Morgan on Talk TV that he feels betrayed by Manchester United and hints that people from the club were trying to force him out. Here he is speaking to Piers himself over on the show, Piers Morgan uncensored on Talk TV, as well as how we reacted to it on TalkSport. Trying to force you out. Yes, not only the coach, but the other two or three guys there around the club. At uh, the senior executive level. Yes, that I felt betrayed. He has deliberately released this at a time uh, when he can't be called into account by the hierarchy at Old Trafford. He hasn't got to face Eric Ten Hag, who's been very scathing of uh, in this interview. I guess he wants them to cancel his contract. So then he becomes maybe more gettable uh, from, from that point of view. He doesn't love... Manchester United in the way that it's portrayed. People say that he couldn't bring himself to join Manchester City when he returned to the Premier League because of his affection for United. I've said all along that's absolute nonsense. The reason he's not a Manchester City player is because Pep Guardiola didn't want him. Clayton Blackmore played for Manchester United for over a decade. He's a great friend of us here on TalkSport. You know, he's not he's not in a happy position with the club. And um, I think he's hoping the club will just get rid of him. I still think that the most likely option for him is sporting. Because most Champions League clubs, he's got something that's sticking to him now. That sense that you have to derail the timeline of whatever project you have just to make everything about him. Once again, this is an attempt to deflect away from United. They're in a relatively good place at this moment in time. They've not been beaten too often since that derby defeat against Manchester City. And this takes all the emphasis, all the focus away from what Eric Ten Hag has done, away from uh, young Ganacho, who probably would have filled the back pages under normal circumstances tomorrow. All of a sudden, instead of being about the future of Manchester United, the back pages are now about the past. And I do say the past because Cristiano Ronaldo is not part of the future of Manchester United and I doubt he'll be part of the present for too much longer. Do you know what? If I was Manchester United, out of stubbornness, I wouldn't tear up his contract. I'd make him stay for the rest of the season and train with the under-23. You think they're trying to get rid of him? Honestly, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. But listen, I, I don't care. I'm always... People should listen to the truth. Yes, I feel betrayed. And I felt that some people that don't want me here, not only this year but last year too. I think it's, it's worth him considering all options 
at the moment because we talked about burning bridges. He hasn't got a lot of options at the moment. This just proves how self-centred Ronaldo has been. This is at a time when Manchester United are trying to rebuild, a time when I think Eric Ten Hag is proving himself to be a very good coach. And this is all unnecessary noise. It's a circus. And it's certainly not for the good of Manchester United. It's for the good of one person, and that's Cristiano Ronaldo. Is he just trying to get his contract cancelled, do you think? He wants out. Odd, I yes. really don't mm. see how he can play for United again now. Well, you can hear the full interview with Cristiano Ronaldo on Piers Morgan and Censored across both Wednesday and Thursday evening on Talk TV from 8pm. On to cricket now, and England became two-time T20 World Cup champions after they beat Pakistan by five wickets at the MCG. It means England become the first team to hold both white ball World Cups at the same time. And here's the reaction from Captain Joss Butler, Double Ashes winner Steve Harmison, and the likes of Harry Brook, Moeen Ali, Alex Hales and Sam Curran. They all spoke to Sky Sports News afterwards. Stokes facing, lost ball of the over, goes for a swing. Get in. And he hits this uh, through the leg side. A huge roar from Stokes, a swing of the bat. The England players on the outfield in the balcony rushing on uh, to celebrate because it's Stokes again. You know, it's been a fantastic tournament for us to, to now be sat here with the trophy. Is just immensely proud of everyone involved. Yeah, this is one of the best days of my cricketing career, I feel. Um, as a team, we deserved it over a long period of time. We've played some amazing cricket. We've just won a World Cup in Australia, so we should be shouting this from the rooftops and celebrating. Incredibly special feeling. Uh, the last six or eight weeks have been so, so enjoyable. Um, back involved, and this is the icing on, on the cake. A lot of people would say they wouldn't expect to win the World Cup at 23, but being in this squad with the players we've got, I always thought we were going to win it, and, and we're showing the world how good we are tonight. A 50-over World Cup winner, an Ashes winner, and now a T20 World Cup winner. It's a player of the match performance. It's a, a true match winner, um, and he's he's been there in those scenarios time and time again, and he just has a lot of know-how for, for how to do that. While Ben Stokes is at the crease, you've always got a chance to win in a game. Talk about the innings in Headingley, talk about the innings, you know, things that have gone in his career. But while he was there, he was always going, for me. He was always going to win the game for England. He always stands up in, in the biggest moments. Um, you know, he's a man who can take a lot of pressure on his shoulders and and, and perform. And um, yeah, absolutely with him in in the middle, you know, you you got a good chance. As much as Ben Stokes has got 52 out of 49 balls, and he's got England over the line. But Sam Curran and Adil Rashid won this final for England because what they did in the first half was unbelievable. I don't think I should be getting this. I think the way Stokes he played there to get a 50 in a final, he does it so many times for us and. Um, yeah, we're going to enjoy this occasion and, um, yeah, very special. It's Stokes again that they turn to. And once again, it's Stokes who delivers. It's just happened time after time after time with Ben. And the reason why he is that good and why he does is because when you have setbacks, and he's had a few in his career, you just move it to one side and you get better. He has shown exactly what he possesses. Talent, we know that ticker we know that but big game temperament and we know that and the rest of the cricketing world knows that and that is why he's such an important part of all formats of this game for England yeah we're immensely lucky to have have him and he's one of the the great players of English cricket he's someone I've always looked up to he always turns up when the team needs to and um People question him, but there's no questioning him. He's unbelievable. And um, you saw in that scenario, he did it against Sri Lanka. Well, 
He's the man. England have beaten Pakistan by five wickets at the Melbourne Cricket Ground and they are crowned 2022 T20 World Cup winners. On to Sunday's Premier League action now as Alejandro Garnacho scored the last goal before the World Cup break. It also happened to be the last minute winner as Manchester United beat Fulham 2-1, moving just three points off the top four. Here's all the reaction to the game on the boot room on TalkSport with Alex Crook, the beast himself, Adebayoak and Fenwa, and Crystal Palace and Newcastle legend Darren Ambrose, who thinks the young Argentine is the heir to Messi's throne. The full-time whistle goes. That's how late Alejandro Ganacho snatches it for Manchester United. That is really important for the, the progress uh, we want to make. And uh, we have to keep that, uh, that going. Do well match for us. Uh, but that is Premier League. That is the reality. It's Premier League. And at this level, you cannot uh, consider anything for them. And I think the, the last goal is a good example. We are improving. It's getting more dynamic. Uh, more variations so we are improving that is a huge important goal and I mean if you're if you're a Spurs supporter and, and obviously if you're um, Newcastle Man City you're thinking oh I'd have loved a draw there that could be a big goal couldn't it for Manchester United huge. Some player, by the way. because we talked about it earlier all of a sudden you can look at the league table and the top four is in sight I mean that, that could be a humongous goal come the end of the season. And as you Absolutely say, what huge. a talent. Pats on the back as United steal three points from West London, but right in the headlines, the wonder boy. What is he, 18 years of age, stealing all the headlines at this moment in time? He is um, in a good direction. We are really happy with his development, with his performance. You can see he has an impact. He's coming in as an impact, but he can also be a starting player. We're finally getting the old Manchester United back. And I really believe this season if we win the league cup we win something we can push on and go forward again he's clearly doing something right now because he's reaping the rewards of of what he's doing in training in the training ground and he looks sensational when he come on in the week against Aston Villa changed that game as well changed the game today already had a lot of games he had an impact uh, with goals uh, with uh, assists with creativity And we trust him now also in his defending part. Fulham deserves something. They get nothing. Manchester United take all three points this afternoon. High drama right at the last in the Premier League. Let's get off to Qatar, shall we? Finishing Fulham 1, Manchester United 2. And Messi goes, the next main man, Garnacho. Elsewhere in the Premier League on Sunday, it's going pretty well for Unai Emery at Aston Villa. They came from behind to beat Brighton 2-1 at the Amex. That's their first away win of the season. Here's all the reaction to the game from both managers, as well as Villa youngster Jacob Ramsey and the Brighton midfielder Solly March. Finished Brighton 1, Villa 2. Brighton ahead in 50 seconds when a mix-up at the back allowed Alexis McAllister to pick the pocket of Douglas Ruiz and fire past Emmy Martinez. But that was as good as it got for Brighton. Villa then won it with two goals, one in each half from Danny Ings. We are very proud of our work today and we are very proud of our supporters. They, they, they were here with us uh, pushing and helping and I think we competed very well today. We didn't... Uh deserve to lose the game we went at our best at all but I mean frustrating goals to concede and after taking the lead so early I think yeah one up within the first minute we'd like to take all three points it's frustrating back to back wins and we're pushing for top ten so it just shows how how quickly if you win the games you can move up the table now is the moment to take confidence uh, to be together 
to create our, our way and uh, to build our feelings as well. Everyone knows the idea that the new boss wants and it's been clear and you can show it there and the, the results are taking care of itself, which is good. Villa ended the game with seven players on a yellow card. Must be some kind of record. Even the Brighton man, everybody, Stuart, by me, got booked. Finished here, Brighton won Villa 2. Premier League is uh, foremost for, uh, for the, the fair play. On the pitch today, I didn't uh, see the fair play. I've looked at them both just now, and I think they're both wrong, to be honest. If you look at the first one, Dunkey slid in, and there's an angle where he's falling. He's almost touching the floor before Dunkey touches him, so I don't see how that's a pen. And then I've nicked the ball before Lucas Dinier, and he's kicked my standing foot, and <laughs> it's a penalty all day, I think. Now then, let's bring you more fallout to Newcastle's 1-0 win over Chelsea on Saturday. It saw the Magpies move up to third in the Premier League table while handing Chelsea boss Graham Potter his third straight defeat in the process. Shortly, we'll hear from former Chelsea striker Tony Cascarino. He gave a damning assessment of his old side. But here's England legend Stuart Pearce first and former Newcastle midfielder Darren Ambrose, who both believe that Newcastle are in the title race. Can you believe it? Newcastle, I think, deserve their victory. Up to third in the Premier League, nine points ahead of Chelsea, two points behind City, and going to Christmas with that song going, they're in third in the Premier League. Who would have believed it 12 months ago? Brilliant. Newcastle won, Chelsea no. Having looked at the whole package of Newcastle, the way the fans are behind them, how the team are playing at the moment, mm. the togetherness, I'll tell you what, that... It wouldn't surprise me if, if they carry on the way they're going, bar injury and whatever, and just went kept going and going again, at least a European place and maybe even a Champions League European place. They won't like me saying it because they like going under the radar. I just feel they can be in with a title challenge. I'm not saying they're going to oust Manchester City or Arsenal, but they're third in the Premier League. They've lost one game. Nine points in front of Chelsea and defensively far superior superior it's a kind of result and performance i think that really highlights the the massive and, and, and rapid improvement at newcastle under eddie howe there's a lot to like about newcastle and we haven't even considered what they might do in the transfer window in january <laughs> is bolster their squads they've got a lot of good players people are stepping up every position in, in the pitch has improved at newcastle fulham 4-1 brentford 5-1 Southampton 4-1, Aston Villa 4-0. They're demolishing teams like that. And the teams that are the perceived top teams, the top six, top four, they're making look average. They made Spurs look average at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. They made Chelsea look average yesterday. They got a point at Old Trafford where normally they'd lose games like that. The place is bouncing. The fans are really buoyed up and excited by what's going on at Newcastle. Eddie's got them playing in a scintillating manner. They... They pressed from the front very aggressively. I think it's been a, a natural evolution of the side by what the managers implemented at the football club. I think it's so smart by Eddie Howe, how he's gone about his business. They go into January, the transfer window opens, and they're sat in the top three or four. There's going to be huge players that are wanting to join. There's a few problems there at Chelsea, but bear in mind, Graham's just come through the door, and it'll take him... I think a while to bed one or two down, have a look at one or two of the youngsters. You know, he Conor Gallagher as well, still a young man learning the game. Brozier's young and uh, Chalabar's a young man. So you've got quite a few young players in a team that are expected to be a shoeing Champions League side. I can't believe how many players are playing so poorly for Chelsea. I'm seeing the worst Chelsea team that they've had. 
over the last 10 years because I really don't know what they're about. They've become, for me, a bad version of Brighton. But as he's been there longer, they've got poorer. And I think now he's spinning plates on nearly every position who plays. I don't think he's got an idea of his best 11 by a country mile at the moment. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And we end today with some rugby union as the All Blacks survived an almighty scare to beat Scotland 31-23 at Murrayfield. It means the Scots are still looking for their first win over New Zealand. It was live and exclusive on TalkSport with reaction from Scotland head coach Gregor Townsend, also their captain Jamie Ritchie, the former England captain Chris Robshaw and Scotland's all-time leading point scorer Chris Patterson. Zealand are going to go quick tap and then play the ball into touch. The referee Frank Murphy then puts whistle to mouth and blows for full time. Scotland 23, New Zealand 31. Despite the fact this is a defeat for Scotland, I think it still goes down as one of those moments in sport. Where were you moments? Where were you on the 13th of November 2022 when Scotland went toe-to-toe for a good 70 minutes with a a New Zealand side that... uh, May well be going through something of a transition during the calendar year of 2022, but New Zealand's bench certainly made a difference. Yeah, there's always heart with the Scotland team, and there's lots of positive play. But um, we don't get get to play New Zealand that often, and that was a chance uh, we didn't take today. It's a it's a tough one. I feel like we were there for 70 minutes of the game. I think all the Scottish players played well. They get on the losing side. That is a, an indication of how hard it is to beat the All Blacks. Something I've never done, Scotland. Something Scotland's never done. That'll be the biggest lead we've ever had against New Zealand in our history, and we didn't get the win. Credit to Scotland. I think the Six Nations next year is going to be brilliant. They're playing well. They're playing the best. I think a lot of us have seen them play. We have to take your opportunities against the All Blacks. You know they're going to be in it for 80 minutes, but like, regardless, of that I'm so proud of how we performed and how we performed for Doddy, and that was what it's about today. So when you play like that and get a a lead then you obviously feel you should win the game and we didn't yeah big players all played well everybody played well for Scotland but unfortunately it wasn't quite enough we had it in us today a couple of things go our way and it could have been different but uh, that's it there's one more just uh, that's chalked up to a loss so. we've got a six day turnaround so our focus will be on recovery and learning and uh, making sure we end the series with, with a, a win So 
So that's it for another TalkSport Daily podcast. Thank you for listening on the TalkSport app or whichever dingy dark corner of the internet you found it on. Make sure you hit the subscribe button wherever you are listening. There'll be another one of these TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you can to get it. But until then, thanks for listening to the TalkSport Daily. That was a podcast from TalkSport.